Welcome, 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 geeks and nerds, girls and boys, to another all-new edition of geek to me Radio. Today we'll be talking with Amanda Canete from the Downtown Den, all about her place down there and the upcoming Harry Potter Yule Ball. We'll be talking the world of geek, what's been going on with Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide, and more. Stand by. For those of you listening in the podcast format after the fact on Podomatic, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, we appreciate your subscribing and listening there. If you're hearing this live in the St. Louis area on 105.3 FM and 1380 AM, thank you very much for listening every Sunday. We are bringing you this first segment sponsored by Tenacious Eats. You can go to TenaciousEats.com, check out their website for a full list of all their events. You can see their past menus, the past shows they've done. You can buy your tickets right there on the website. If you're a foodie and if you love movies, this is the place you want to be. They have an upcoming event very soon here in December that you can get your tickets for. And that, of course, is the Christmas classic Home Alone. Uh, if you if you're a fan of that movie and if you like great food, this is an event you'll want to attend. It's Saturday, December sixteenth. You can check out all of your options right there on the website. Chef Liz does an amazing job of taking the movie, studying the movie, pairing a special course with each scene. Uh, we'll pause the movie. They'll pass out. She'll explain the course. She'll pass out the dish, and there's a cocktail pairing with it. Uh, she's brilliant. The 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 time you'll have is brilliant. It's a great time. Full contact dining, as it says on their website, and it's a whole lot of fun. I'll be hosting the event, and it'll be a good time. We'll be had by all, but don't let my being there discourage you. Come on down and check that out. And the reason I'm starting out with Tenacious Eats is because we have our first guest, Amanda Canete. From the downtown den, she's working with Chef Liz on an upcoming project, and we thought we'd have her on to talk about that. Amanda, thanks very much for being on air with us. Thanks so much for having me. So the downtown den, tell us a little bit about the facility, because when I I looked at your website and I saw the thing, it's like the coolest thing ever, and I want everyone to know about it. So kind of talk a little bit about uh, how it it came about, what it is, and everything, and just kind of give uh, give us the tour. Okay, for sure. Um, it is the coolest thing ever. I, I also had not heard of it and went in to collaborate on the, the Yule Ball events coming up and just fell in love. I mean, it's it's in the heart of downtown. It's a block away from the um, city museum. And you walk in and it's you're like walking into an old castle. They have, but with game rooms and huge life-size chess sets. And it's it's really cool. So, it, the owner is from uh, London, 
so he kind of brought over the social club atmosphere so you mm-hmm. can actually be a member of the den and you get a card and you get 24-hour access. So a lot of our members live in lofts down there and, you know, if you live downtown and you leave, you have to spend money. You have to go to a restaurant. You have to go to the movies. You know, you got you to gotta put money out. And so if you're a member, it's really, it's like 54 cents a day to be a member. It's really inexpensive. You can go and take the kids and let them run around while you have dinner. You can take the guys and watch football on the weekend. You can go and hang out and study and and work on papers for school. So there's that aspect, the the kind of go hang out aspect. The second one is it's a huge proponent of the city. So they work with a lot of charities downtown, St. Patrick's, and there's a big one, Stray Rescue, the Covering House. And we put on events all year that where the profits go towards these charities. Um, we have local artists that come and do shows there. So anything that can really benefit downtown and kind of shine a light on the awesomeness that we have going on down there, uh, that's really what we like to do. So that's that's the second aspect. And the last one, we are an event center. So we have a lot of weddings. We have trivia nights. You can actually rent the den for your, for your event, which is really fun. Our weddings, they're just a huge hit. You know, who doesn't want to play with life-size chess sets or a golf simulator or pool or ping pong, you know, during happy hour? It's they're so much fun. So it's a really wonderful, really cool urban kind of getaway. And which so is great. a lot of the events you host down there, the, the weddings and stuff, do people come down and do theme weddings? Have you, have you hosted like a Star Trek or a Harry Potter wedding yet or anything like that? So we haven't had like a full-blown geek wedding, which I just cannot wait for. <laughs> um, we've had, you know, odes to, to different, different genres. Um, but no, no dress up, nothing, nothing full, fully amazing just yet. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed, and I'm hoping for 2019. <laughs> so, see if you're listening right now, ladies and gentlemen, you could be the first geek wedding theme host down there. So the the grooms can come in stormtrooper outfits, and the, the women oh, you can be, be my in hero. you know that would be fantastic. They can have the women can have the chrome Captain Phasma from Force Awakens stormtrooper outfits, and it'd be great. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Game of Thrones, whatever you yes. name it, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Except no red weddings because we don't have to clean up that kind of mess after the uh, after. Oh, the... true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely. And so the upcoming event you guys are are getting ready to host uh, is this Harry Potter Yule Ball, which everyone loves Harry Potter. I've not yet met anyone I've come across who said meh when you're talking about Harry Potter. It's 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 just the fan base for it's amazing. So tell us about the ball itself, what you guys are doing for this. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, everybody is so, so excited about this. So um, we have two, actually, we've got one coming up on December 2nd, which is a family um, oriented Yule ball. We're going to have, I mean, you're going to walk up to um, a, a choir singing Harry Potter songs. We've got fire dancers outside. We are going to have death eaters at the front door. We've got Hufflepuff ballet. So you don't have to worry about parking. Um, and that's just like in the first five feet. You're going to walk in, and Umbridge is going to be there giving out owl exams. We have <laughs> um, characters. There's going to be jugglers. There's going to be uh, magicians. I mean, you're going to walk around, and there's going to be a show going on everywhere you turn. Not to mention you'll have a drink in your hand, and Chef Liz from Tenacious Eats will be doing two hours of her themed past hors d'oeuvres. So, I mean... On top of it just being an incredible experience and being able to interact with the with the characters, this is Warner Brothers licensed. So we are just going full blown 
we've pulled all the stops for our first year. We just want to really give it the big, the big bang so that everybody know you know, it becomes a St. Louis tradition for, from now on. Um, so you will walk in and you can do all of these different events. We have kid games. There's going to be Quidditch going on. We've got tattoo spray guns. So you can get it, you know, you can get tatted for the night. We have, um, uh, we have the the food, the drinks, all you've got potion bars for kids and adults. Um, Trelawney will be there reading tea leaves. We have, we have, so we have all of this and then we have chef Liz. So then you get a four course English feast where, and you have oats to the different schools that came to the Yule ball. So you'll have some French stuff and some Bulgarian food. And then we have the treat cart that goes around for, for desserts and we have ballroom dancing and then we actually have a ballroom dancer who's going to be there to teach everyone the waltz. So after we clap our champions in and they begin dancing, we can all join them, uh, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. And there's a lot of really awesome surprises that I can't tell you about, but I'm just so excited. It's going to be fantastic. And that's an important thing to note, too, is that kids are more than welcome. There's actually, you can get the kids' tickets as well. So if people think they hear Yule Ball, oh, it's an adult thing only. No, no, no. This is for the entire family to, to come. Absolutely. So December 2nd, we want the kids to come. We want the little ones to come. We want the ones that maybe aren't old enough to read Harry Potter to really see the magic that the book series can bring. Um, I have a nine-year-old, and he was not a huge book person, and I was just kind of devastated. I'm like, I don't, you know, I love books. I want him, I want to be able to talk to him about books. And I set the first book in front of him, and I, he finished the series in like six days, and I'm not sure he slept. He, um, and, and, and since then, he's just gobbled up all the different books. So it really does. I mean, it really just brings magic to kids' lives. So we want to, we want to bring all them out. We want your six month old. We want your seven year old. Bring them to December 2nd. Um, our December 31st one, that one is 18 and up. And that one, uh, that was going to have a little bit different vibe, but that one's for our older Potter fans. <laughs> right, that's actually on New Year's Eve, and the tickets are so you can get all the tickets if you want to look at the different events and all the tickets. You can go to denstl.com, and there's a page there where you can check out the Yule Balls and uh, which one you want to go to. If you want to go to all three of them, then that's uh, that's if you had such a good time at the first one, you might want to buy tickets for the next ones as well. Absolutely. And like I said, they will both be amazing. They will be different. Um, and they actually have their own website we set up. Um, you can go to YuleBalls.com. Oh, perfect. YuleBalls.com. Y-U-L-E-B-A-L-L-S.com. Uh, for those of you who don't know how to spell Yule like me, and I had to look it up the first time. So, uh, But then yeah, there's also the DenSTL.com. And if people want to just check out the Den in general, where are you guys on social media? Um, it's the Facebook slash DenSTL um, and like you said, denstl.com. Um, and if you want to come by, I mean, give us a call. I will give you a free walk, a tour. Um, we're always open. We want, you know, we're really in a wonderful community and a very supporting neighborhood. So come on by, and I, I would love to show you around. Fantastic. Sounds like a good time. And uh, make sure you get your tickets quickly because that is right around the corner. So, Amanda, thank you very much for coming on air and talking about this. Best of luck. I look forward to seeing you next weekend. Awesome. Thanks so much. And then, yeah, for all of your listeners, we've got that 50% off code if they want to get tickets today before midnight. Yes, absolutely. If you go on the website, 50% off the rest of the day today, just use the promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K, and that will take 50% off of your tickets. So get them today if you're going to get them. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you. Have a great rest of the day.
You too. Thanks. There she goes, Amanda. Check them out. And they're also on Twitter, Downtown Den on Twitter. And of course, the Facebook page for them. It's Den STL on Facebook. Sounds like a great event. Get your tickets. Get them quick. Get them today with that geek promo code, 50% off. We're going to come back talking all things geek. We'll tell you about some upcoming events for next weekend. Check it out. Stand by. Hi, this is Shannon Farnan, the original voice of Wonder Woman, and you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. We are back live on Geek to Me Radio. And uh, once again, a reminder, if you are in the greater St. Louis area and want to attend that Harry Potter ball, it sounds like a lot of fun, the Yule Ball, you can get your tickets. Uh, you can go to yuleballs.com or you can get your tickets directly at denstl.com. 50% off today for the rest of the day on those tickets. It's a family event. Type that promo code GEEK, G-E-E-K, in there to take 50% off of the tickets. Get them now. Coming up very quick. That's Saturday, December 2nd. A lot of things happening uh, in the St. Louis area this coming weekend and uh, for the early month of December. I want to go ahead and start off by thanking our premier sponsor, the City of St. Charles, discoverstcharles.com. If there's something big going on in the St. Louis area in December, most people are talking about Christmas traditions, and that's the entire month of December. Every Wednesday night, they have Krampusnacht, which means you can interact with some of the more... Uh, shall we say, unsavory characters of Christmas, such as Krampus, Jacob Marley, the Ice Princess, and others. Uh, Belsnickel is running around down there. You can go interact with them. That's on Wednesday nights from 6 p.m. till 9 p.m. up and down North Main in St. Charles. The the other characters will still be out as well. Candlelight shopping. The majority of the stores all stay open late, uh, all up and down the street. And you can interact with your normal characters if you want to go out and see Susie Snowflake or Jack Frost or Victorian Santa, Mrs. Claus, Père Noël, the French Father Christmas, and all sorts of other international Santas. That's going on the entire month of December, Wednesday night, Friday nights, and then Saturdays from 11 until 9, and then Sundays from noon till 5. Uh, Christmas traditions, it's, it's in its 43rd year. It's been going on for 43 years, the biggest and longest-running Christmas festival in the country. People come literally from all over the world to see it. It's a great time. You can check out the event, plan your trip. If there's other things you want to see and do in St. Charles, because there is plenty to see and do, you can check out the website. That's discoverstcharles.com. Go to the website there, click on the things to do, click on the events banner, click on the food and drink to check out the restaurants and the wineries, places to stay. It will tell you where you can get a hotel if you want to hang out the entire weekend. And this time of year would be a great time to do that. Discover St. Charles. We're very, very proud to have them as our premier sponsor, and we thank them for all that they do for us. Uh, Other things going on also, Friday, December 1st, St. Louis Science Center has their first Fridays. They have a Doctor Who first Friday, so it's Doctor Who themed. Uh, The St. Louis Celestial Intervention Agency, who we've had on the show several times, will be here. Uh, They'll be hosting a few panels. Uh, I actually think I'm going to be also co-hosting a panel with them. We'll be talking all about, obviously, the big talk will be the 13th Doctor uh, with a brand new regeneration coming after the upcoming Christmas special, Peter Capaldi's last outing as the 12th 
Doctor, and now Jodie Whittaker in as the 13th. So that'll be a panel discussion all of itself. We also, the Christmas specials, the Doctor Who Christmas specials are now a staple ever since 2005, and they're going to be showing a lot of those on the big IMAX screen at the Science Center. So that's an amazing thing you can see and do while you're there. I think they'll be showing a Christmas Carol and I think one of the 10th Doctor's Christmas specials as well. Uh, But you have to make sure you get get there early to get your tickets for that. The event itself is free at the Science Center, but you have to get a ticket in order to get into the IMAX to see the film. So make sure you get there early because there's a line starting pretty uh, soon as soon as the doors open. Get there, get a ticket. But if you don't want to see one of those, there's plenty of other exhibits, interactive events, things to see and do. And cosplay is encouraged. Dress up as your favorite doctor. Dress up as your favorite villain. Come hang out and have a good time. The Science Center, you can visit the website for the Science Center to check that out. Get more information on the first Fridays. And that is obviously SLSC for St. Louis Science Center.org. Then December 3rd, uh, back to Tenacious Seats, they're having a Misfits Brunch. The uh, benefits, it's a charitable event. You can go check out Tenacious Eats and their upcoming list of events. They will have the breakdown of what is going on there. Chef Liz, obviously, so you know the food is going to be great from Tenacious Eats. You can check them out for that. And the, uh, the it's a brunch with, uh, they're going to have a snow pit so the kids can go and like make snow angels and just kind of work off some of the calories from all the pancakes and everything like that that they're going to have. Uh, that's going to be a fantastic time. So there's your Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, plan right there. And the next Sunday, December the 10th, is the Toy Man Toy Show. And if you have a geek or a nerd in your life who you need to get the perfect Christmas gift for, Toy Man Toy Show, they'll have just about everything you can. Max, you usually set up there. And if you don't set up, you are normally attending the event. Absolutely. So you can attest to the fact that the, the Toy Man Toy Show, if you need something for the geek or the nerd in your life, that's the place to get it. It is the perfect place to find the holiday gift for the geek in your life because they have vintage stuff. They have brand new stuff. They have cheap things. They have expensive things. No matter what you're looking for, if you're looking for an Anakin Skywalker pod racer for your six-year-old, you might be able to find it there. Maybe I did that at a Toy <laughs> Man a couple of months ago. Toy Toy Man is fantastic. I'll be setting up there in January, but I encourage everybody to be at the December show as well. And that's his give back show, too. He usually has some yes. charity stuff, uh, works with the Toys for Tots and things like that. And uh, so there's right there two Sundays in a row you can do some charity things with Chef Liz and the Misfit Brunch mm-hmm. on this coming Sunday. And then next Sunday, the Toy Man Toy Show. And then in between, of course, you have the Science Center, as you pointed out. The first Friday events are free. They're open to the entire family, and they are a whole lot of fun. And there is something for everyone to be done at that event as well. And bring your little one. Dress him up as a little Cyberman. That'll be cute. If you got, I don't think they allow dogs Dollish. in. Or I'd say bring your, bring your kid as a canine. But I don't think they right. allow dogs at the Science Center, unfortunately. No, kid, no pets. Kids should all be Daleks, right? You just yeah, could exterminate. Wheel them around. Extermin- yeah, why not? Put them in the stroller. That's all I know about Doctor Who. I'm sorry. Just the Daleks? Do, well, and canine. Okay. Well, that's And right. jelly that's, bellies that's oh, and yeah. a scarf. You got to have your jelly babies. That's, that, that's about it. Jelly babies. Those babies. Are See, yeah. I got that wrong, too. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. But yeah, so there's, there's plenty to do. December uh, is going to be a busy month, so I know there's a lot of Christmas shopping and things like that, and people stress about the holidays. You don't need to stress because we just gave you a list of four or five different events you've got. So December 1st, you've got the uh, St. Louis Science Center, first Friday, Doctor Who. December 2nd, the Harry Potter-themed Yule Ball at the Downtown Den. December 3rd, Sunday, the Misfit Christmas Brunch. Then you've got the whole week to go hang out at Christmas Traditions in St. Charles. After that, the next Sunday, December 10th, Toy Man Toy Show. Uh, and I should mention, too, there's a lot of unique shopping and dining experiences down in St. Charles along Main Street for 
that go on during the Christmas uh, season. So you can always find a unique gift for somebody down there. And while you're down there, have lunch, uh, have, have dinner if you're out there by the candlelight shopping at night on a Wednesday night or a Friday night or if you're there late on Saturdays. And that's a lot to do in the month of December. Don't stress out. Don't let the holidays stress you out. Don't do it. Take it easy. Relax. Enjoy the holidays. That's how they're meant to be. And with the help of Discover St. Charles, Tenacious Eats, and the St. Louis Science Center and Toy Man Toy Show, you can do just that. We're going to break a little bit early. Uh, We are going to, that way, take a little extra time with our next guest, Casey Walsh, talking about all the things that have happened lately in the Week in Geek. I know Casey's going to want to get into Justice League a little bit. He couldn't join us last time, but we're going to talk about the uh, Snyder Cut. We'll talk about that more coming back right after this. Stand by. Hi, this is George Newbern, the voice of Superman. You are listening to geek to me Radio. We are back here on geek to me Radio. And the last two weekends, we kind of had a Justice League theme going on. Uh, two weeks ago, we had both Susan Eisenberg and Andrea Romano join us talking about the 16th anniversary of the Justice League animated series. Uh, The week after that, we basically talked all about the Justice League movie itself. Uh, There was a lot of, obviously, leading up to it, a lot of behind-the-scenes drama going back and forth, uh, change in writers, change in scripts, reshoots, you know, Joss Whedon stepping in, and uh, Zack Snyder taking a step back. Uh, So we talked about the movie a lot, and we have Casey Walsh on the line with us right now. Casey from The Geeks Worldwide, uh, if, if, if you want to check out what's going on in the world of geek, the GWW.com is the website you need to hit up. They've got just about everything you can imagine there. And Casey is going to talk to us about what's been going on the week in geek. And I'm sure we're going to talk a little bit about Justice League. Casey, thanks for being on air. Yeah, it's, the movie came out two weeks ago and we're still talking about Justice League, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing at this point. Yeah, I did. How's it going, James? Good, good. Opinion seems to be so mixed on this because uh, a lot of it seems like there's all these little factions. Uh, there's the Snyder fans who hate the movie because Joss Whedon was brought in. Uh, there's a small, smaller faction of Snyder fans who insist that no, this is what Zach wanted all along, and Joss just ruined it. Um, there's the DC Comics fans who actually seem like they mostly enjoyed it because they got back to what kind of they wanted. Uh, but then there's people who just hate it because they're so used to hating the DC Universe <laughs> movies. Uh, it's kind of hard to sort through everything to get to what the actual issue is with this. So in, in your mind, uh, what, did, what did you think of the movie? How do you think it, uh, it did based on your expectations? Uh, take it away. I mean, I, I thought Justice League is, is it's an okay movie, I guess. Uh, the, it, it really fails in its plot and, and kind of the movie around the team. Everything with the team, with Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, it's, it's pretty good. Um, their interactions and their kind of demeanor and their kind of uh, relationships are all very fun and, and it's very comic booky and, and comes straight out of DC Comics, and that's all well and good. But everything around them is kind of a massive failure, in my opinion. Um, I, I enjoy the movie. I like the movie. It's probably my second favorite DCEU movie, but I just don't think that's saying very much. Um, Wonder Woman was an achievement, and then Justice League feels like a giant step back from that. 
but still feels like a step forward from Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel. So I still feel like they're kind of trying to figure out the ground. I think this is kind of the end of the Snyder era for sure now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it at this point. Um, and I'm really kind of excited to see where Justice League takes the DCEU um, and in what direction it takes it now, if it takes it in any direction at all. Because it, it sounds like that, I don't know, DC Films is kind of up in the air with what they want to do at this point and how they want to move forward. Yeah, I saw that over the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, I was kind of hoping that uh, Justice League would hang on to the top spot. It looks like Coco beat it out. Uh, Justice League slid to the number two spot with 40.7 million, 40.7 million uh, over the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, the uh, the overseas box office for Justice League is still doing pretty well at 300 million overseas and i think it that that speaks to the fact that i think justice league is a better movie it seems like than batman versus superman which saw the biggest second weekend drop off in movie history because it did gangbusters right out of the gate and then totally just tanked on the second weekend justice league seems to have had some legs going into its second weekend so that's bad that it didn't hang on to the number one spot but still kind of encouraging that it did as well as it did yeah, and I think a lot of that just has to do with the fact that it's the Justice League and those characters are basically uh, borderless, if that's a term I want I can use. They just don't, they, there's no, I mean, it's like the Transformers, like no matter what language you speak, you kind of understand that world and what in the story, and it doesn't take a lot of uh, interpretation or, or it doesn't take a, an understanding of the English language to, to know exactly what's going on in that film. I think it, it, it has legs in that aspect of the fact that it is kind of this rewatchable movie. Um, but I think when, as we get down the road of the DCEU and more movies come out, I just don't think Justice League is going to hold up uh, the way that a Guardians of the Galaxy does for Marvel. Yeah, I know that they've, it, 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 I, I hope they don't decide to disband what they've done. Cause I think like you said, Justice League wasn't kind of what we needed, but it was, it was a step still in the, in a better direction than BVS and man of steel. Uh, I think if they, cause there's all the talk at Warner brothers about, well, we're just going to totally, cause I don't think a reboot is going to do them any good at all. I think they either need to, I've heard talk of them just deciding to go with just standalone movies from here on out, um, kind of you know, splitting off from what they've done now, or they might just go ahead and just halt it all together. But I hope a reboot is not in order because I don't think that's the right direction. I think they've got, still got some decent momentum, not as much as they would have wanted, I'm sure. Uh, but I kind of like, again, where I don't want to drop spoilers because I'm sure some people still haven't seen it. But with that last post credit scene in Justice League, I think they set it up in a very good direction. I would like to see where they go with this. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it all kind of plays out. I, I do kind of agree. I think that they will focus on the standalone stuff and not link anything directly to any of the other movies. In fact, I don't think Aquaman will have any connection to, outside of it being a part of the DCU, I don't think you're going to see Batman or Wonder Woman or any of those people show up or anything in that movie. I think it's going to be pretty much standalone, and that Shazam is definitely going to be uh, the same way. And yeah, it will be interesting to see what Flashpoint does. I think that is their kind of focal point of how they can do a soft reboot or reset, or at least they can recast someone like Ben Affleck and just say and have an explanation for it. You come back from Flashpoint, that's a different person. It makes kind of makes sense in that universe. And then Ezra Miller did come out and say this week that Flashpoint would be a sort of uh, things would be different after Flashpoint in the DC universe. Yeah, and that's I think that's if they're going to do it, that'd be the best way to redo it. I agree. If they're going to try to even a 
attempt. I hate to use the word reboot because I'm so sick of reboots. But yeah, Flashpoint would be a decent way. And I think uh, depending on where Walking Dead goes, I think that they can get Jeffrey Dean Morgan to play Thomas Wayne in a Flashpoint. That would be amazing. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> a lot of people want him to play to be in Flashpoint and want him to be Batman. But I think a lot of people are forgetting that he's committed to a, an AMC series at this point and scheduling that stuff around. Um, a movie would be pretty difficult. Yeah. Considering I think the shooting schedule for for Walking Dead is pretty extensive, um, so it, it may be difficult. But I, I, they've had talks. He's had talks with it. And it's been discussed. Um, and I, and Batman has a role in the Flashpoint movie. I know that for sure. So it, like I said, it will be interesting to see how they play that out um, because they're also looking at how bringing in Jake Gyllenhaal to replace Batman. And the rumor is that he was just straight up. It'll just be a Exal uh, Kilmer situation. We'll just, they'll just change him out if they don't say anything. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they do kind of open Flashpoint with a Ben Affleck and then close it with a Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, or if they just kind of just switch them out all together and don't just don't even mention it. We'll see. Uh, anything could happen. Uh, we're going to take our next break. Casey, you okay to hold with us through the break? Totally. All right, we'll be right back talking with Casey Walsh from the Geeks Worldwide. Stand by for more geek stuff right after this. Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're listening to Geek to Me Radio. We are back on Geek to Me Radio. This section brought to you by PopcornBuddhaUSA.com. If you go onto the website right now, PopcornBuddhaUSA.com, first thing you'll see is a list of his limited time holiday flavors. This guy right now has 92 flavors of popcorn. They've got something for the, if you like, uh, Cajun bacon ranch. That's one of his flavors. He's got cheese flavors, caramel flavors, fruit flavors, nut flavors, sweet flavors, savory flavors. His holiday flavors, he was kind enough to send me some samples and they are fantastic. Uh, There's a dark chocolate raspberry. They have a peppermint patty mix that basically it literally tastes like you're eating a Girl Scout Thin Mint cookie, except it's probably healthier for you because it's not full of the carbs. And my, my wife can have it because she's gluten free. Uh, there's sugar plum, which is really, really good. White chocolate cinnamon. They've got candy cane. And there's a Christmas mix, which is a peppermint for the green and cinnamon for the red. I think that was Max's favorite when I brought him in. Max tried him out, too. But there's not a bad flavor to be had. I've, he sent me a bunch when we first uh, had them come on as a sponsor. And I haven't had a flavor that I've not liked. Philly cheesesteak was amazing. You can actually taste the little bits of onion uh, when you're eating this. You just kind of let it sit on your tongue. I feel like I'm a small yay describing wines to you, but it's it's literally like that. You let it sit there and kind of think about the flavors as it comes and just kind of melts on your tongue. It's so good. And right now for our listeners, uh, I'm going to throw another coupon code your way. If you go to their website, popcornbuddhausa.com, Use the coupon code GEEK, again, G-E-E-K, during checkout, and it'll take 15% off of your subtotal. He also does a great thing because he's very cognizant of our men and women serving to protect our country. Uh, He will ship to APOs uh, free of charge, Uh, no shipping for those orders. So you buy your your popcorn. It can't be combined with my GEEK discount, but he'll ship overseas to APOs and FPOs 
for free. No shipping. Uh, he takes care of that just as a thank you to our men and women who serve to protect our country. And that's another great thing. Popcorn Buddha, USA.com. Check him out. Uh, when we came back from break, there the voice of Kevin Conroy and Casey. I wonder why don't they just get Kevin Conroy to do if they do a Flashpoint Batman, just reset it. Let Kevin Conroy do it. Have him kind of like they could make him up a little bit so he looks like Old Man Bruce, and then bring in Terry McGinnis. Let's just do a Batman Beyond movie live action with Kevin Conroy. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if that's. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think they've literally had all these conversations that we have. And they're just like, what if we do this? What if we do this? And I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to say this now. I guarantee you, either at the end of December or beginning of January, that you, there will be a DC giant DC Films announcement where they will kind of lay out all this stuff and kind of set people straight on the record, including the uh, the their their other movie slate that's going to be those just standalone kind of off the record DCU non-DECU movies like The Joker and that stuff. So I think all that stuff, those announcements are coming coming very, very soon, and they're just kind of waiting for the holiday to end up the end here, and they're, they're going to start making announcements because they have to get out in front of this bad press that JL is kind of producing for them and has been producing for the past two years. Yeah. So talking about the bad press and uh, the JLA movie, as long as we're still in this theme, uh, we were talking a little bit off the air when you and I were tweeting back and forth at each other about the Snyder Cut because uh, obviously, for those of you who don't know, and I'm not sure unless you have been paying attention to nothing in the news at all about anything geek, uh, obviously Zack Snyder kind of headed everything up. Uh, unfortunate circumstances in his life, he had to take a step back. He basically handpicked, if I'm not mistaken, Joss Whedon to come in and say, hey, finish the film for me. Um, but it's almost like we got two separate movies. From what I'm told, there's, there's almost like, I think even Jason Momoa recently said, that it's almost like we did two movies. Yeah, so uh, so a couple things. So the handpicking of uh, Snyder or Josh Whedon may have been more about PR than anything else. It sounds like it was more of a uh, Jeff Johns and John Berg uh, kind of decision to bring mm-hmm. in Whedon. Um, and then uh, Snyder kind of, when he had to leave, he just kind of basically handed everything over to Whedon and kind of like, here you go. And that's where kind of things went awry. Because I think at that point, WB... And Johns and all those guys kind of saw this as their opportunity to take over Justice League and kind of make it their own thing. Because despite what I mean, what we've heard and what, what's been out there, it sounds like that WB and Johns in particular have not liked or been particularly happy with the direction the Snyder movies have gone or taken, especially with Superman. And I think this was their opportunity to kind of fix that stuff. And yeah, there is a quote. I'm going to use air quotes so we can see them. There is a Snyder cut. It is an assembly cut, which is what a, what an assembly cut is. Is basically what it sounds like. It's just an assembly of scenes that aren't completed, and they just show that to like higher ups and executives uh, departments to say, "Hey, here's here's what the movie's going to look like. Uh, here's kind of the rough cut of it." But it doesn't have like a finished VFX. It's usually uses like storyboards or wireframes in those scenes because you're not going to finish the VFX on a film or scenes you're not going to use in a movie. Uh, you see that all the time with, like, Pixar, is that whenever you see deleted scenes, you notice that they're never, like, completed. They're always just, like, the storyboard or whatever. Right. But the same thing works with live, live action. They're not going to make... They're not going to spend millions of dollars on CGI for scenes they're not going to use. So that they... In the assembly cut, they have all those scenes in there, the potential scenes, but they're all... They're usually just wireframes, which is just cheap CGI, or they're the actual just storyboards. They're not completed scenes. So that's the cut that everyone keeps saying... There's a Snyder cut. There's still a Snyder. It's not a complete cut. It's an assembly cut. So to even finish that cut, it would, you're looking at $20 million. Uh, and, that's, and that's to finish the CGI and to hire Junkie XL, who was the original composer on the film. 
Um, the, the, the rumor is that that assembly cut is well into three hours long. Um, <laughs> so you're talking a lot of money to finish that movie. And it's, and, and as much as, and there's also a rumor going around that there is a finished complete cut of cut, cut Snyder movie. that's basically all done with the junkie XL score. That's completely false. That's impossible. No studio would spend the money. Do you create two completed different versions of the film? It just doesn't happen that way. So the, this, Snyder cut that everyone's referring to is, is an assembly cut. It's incomplete, uh, to say the least, and it would cost the studio millions to put out, more than they would make on it. So there's, it's, you're never going to see it ever, ever, ever in the light of day, unless for by the grace of God, Snyder funds it himself <laughs> and, and put, is able to put it out himself, but uh, it, it's just never, never going to happen. So uh, anyone that's out there looking for like to, this hope that there's going to be this Different movie, the Snyder Cut released, it's, it's not going to happen. And the number one reason, besides the money, is it's a completely different movie. Yeah. Like, it would change, it changes the continuity that they've already established with this movie. Uh, in fact, one of the main things of it is uh, Steppenwolf's goal, I can't even tell you what his goal was in the current version of the movie, but in Snyder's version, the mother boxes, and you kind of get this sense when he's always talking to them, they're the, actually, they're, they're the power of, of his and Darkseid's mother. Like their physical mother, her power is with is kept within these mother boxes. So by splitting them up, they split up her power, and by bringing them together, it would make the wielder the most powerful being in the universe. So that's kind of Steppenwolf's goal: is to bring the boxes together, become the most powerful being, and usurp Darkseid and become the ruler of Apocalypse. Now that if that is a completely different plot, <laughs> than yeah, got a little bit. Movie. Uh, yeah, so uh, and you can you you can kind of see, see hints of that because he, he he refers to the boxes as mother as he's talking to his actual mom, um, and of course those scenes you can't reshoot or, re, or anything with because they were completely CGI and that would be a ton of money. So they just kind of had to go with it. So uh, also in the the finished Snyder cut, I believe Cyborg dies at the end. Oh, so it's another thing that you just couldn't couldn't do because in the current continuity he he ain't dead. So uh, there's, there's a couple things that would prevent this cut from coming out, uh, besides the fact that it would cost the studio millions of dollars they're not going to spend. So uh, no hope there for any of you uh, diehard Snyder fans. We're sorry to break it to you, but not going to happen. Casey, let everybody know uh, if they want to look up more about the Geeks Worldwide and everything, where they can find you and uh, the Geeks Worldwide on, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of good stuff. Sure, you can find me at the GWW.com. I'm also doing a little bit of freelance work at SuperBroMovies.com. Um, you can also find everything GWW at the underscore GWW on Twitter, and we're updating that stuff all the time, every week. It's going to be a bit slow in the next coming weeks because just things kind of slow down during the holiday time, but after December, I think we'll pick back up and we'll be your number one spot once again. Perfect. Casey, as always, thank you for taking time out of your day to be on air with us. We love it. No problem. Just break, taking a break from putting up Christmas lights. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great day. There goes Casey Walsh right. from the Geeks Worldwide. We'll be right back to wrap things up after this. Stand by. Hey, this is Phil Lamar. Who means Conrad? The samurai known as Jack. And you're listening to Geek to Me Radio. We are back. Live on air, Phil Lamar will be our guest next Sunday. Uh, we are going to have him on to talk about his new Kickstarter for his Goblins Animation project he has going on. Uh, it's Goblins at Goblins Animated. If you want to follow them on Twitter, at 
Phil Lamar, obviously, if you uh, should be following him already, if you're not, uh, the man's ubiquitous in the world of voiceover. He's if, if there's a character or a show that you've liked in the past 20 years, he's probably voiced uh, a character on that show or has been the character itself. Uh, so he's a very cool guy. We'll be talking with him all about Goblins Animated, the new project he has going on. And we'll see what else we can get into. I want to give a shout out to Justin's Comics. Uh, I love small businesses, and it's a brand new comic book store open in the St. Charles area, 500 South 5th Street in St. Charles. They are on Facebook.com uh, slash Justin's Comics. Twitter, at Justin's Comics, the numeral one. Uh, but it's a brand new store. I think they just opened, I think, maybe a week ago. And uh, so if you get the chance, if you're in the greater St. Louis, St. Charles area, go out there and visit them. Say hi. Tell them you heard about it on the show. I get nothing out of it other than the satisfaction I'm helping a new small business, which I think is always a good thing. Uh, yesterday was Small Business Saturday. I, I don't even know what today is, if, if Sunday's a thing or not. But Monday, as I know, Cyber Monday. Uh, Max, Joey, is, is Sunday a thing? I know there's Black Friday, Small Business Saturday. Well, Small Business Saturday. Something there's Sunday? Eat Popcorn Buddha Sunday. Eat Popcorn Buddha Sunday. Yeah, Cyber Monday. So. Cyber, okay, so we're, we're getting all four of the bases covered. Good. Very good. All right. Excellent. Uh, but yeah, there's uh, and just to remind you all the things that we mentioned in the second segment that are coming up uh, this coming Friday, first Friday at the St. Louis Science Center, Doctor Who event. Uh, bring the whole family out, kids, young ones, uh, adults, uh, dementia, ants, whatever you want to bring, and uh, dress up in your favorite Doctor Who stuff. That'll be a lot of fun. I'll be co-hosting a panel out there about the 13th Doctor, Jody Whitaker, with our friends from the St. Louis CIA. Make sure you are checking out historic St. Charles, discoverstcharles.com for all the fun things to see and do in the St. Charles area and a lot of things going on with Christmas traditions. Uh, the... Harry Potter Yule Ball. Once again, you can get 50% off if you go to the website today only, yuleballs.com, and get your ticket. Put in the coupon code GEEK to take 50% off the price of the ticket. That is an all-ages events as well. It's a family thing going on Saturday, December 2nd. December 3rd is the Misfit Brunch hosted by Tenacious Eats' own Chef Liz. And that's a great event, a charity event as well. And then Sunday, December 10th, the Toy Man Toy Show. Uh, unfortunately, you'll have to see me at all these events. I apologize in advance, but it's good for you to get out and about and enjoy the holiday season, folks. We're in the middle of it. We'll be back next week talking with Phil Lamar, and we'll get in some more fun. Until then, I don't know. Take it easy. It's not in the way you watch I Sorry. It's not in the I'm not always prepared. I mean, that's just what happens. It's not in the Popcorn, you love Scotty Young Arts. White chocolate statement. It's not in the way you play Mario Kart. My mic's not on this whole time, is it? It is? It's not really? In the the whole time? You that's unfortunate. That's a show. I'll fix it. Then, yeah, that'd be great. This is no one will know. Thank you, North Pole Elves. Good night.